Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Guys, so um, a lady, I won't call her a girl, a lady that I work with makes pens, and I got mine the other day, and it's fucking amazing. It is pretty sweet, made out of wood. Yes. So her name is Sarah. And you can go on her Etsy shop. It's Pens by Maggie. www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Pens by Maggie. Legit, go check this shit out. If you like office supplies, Teresa, check this site out. It's amazing. And yeah. it is. It's made out of wood. She it's, like whittled it. It's badass. Like, I, I'm not even into, like, pens, pens. and pencils yeah. mm. and whatnot. I like crayons. You do like crayons. Yeah. I don't think she can make you a crayon. I mean, she might be able to. But that is pretty sweet. It but, is. I mean, it's pretty it's thick, made out of right wood. It's even in the right colors, and it's heavy. And, of course, the kids walk in at this of time. Of course they do. So, But it's perfect, though, because I write so damn much now doing this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you guys could slam the door because you already made noise. <laughs> so that's our life. <laughs> Was that mean? <laughs> so I'm still trying to think of a name that we should call our listeners. I keep going back to Mean Girls references. Yeah. Like the plastics. Ooh. I feel like we should name our tears that, though. Like the jocks, the what? plastics. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was talking to our daughter. Yeah. Uh, it's raining. That's why they came in. Yes. Uh, but I think I'm going to name the tears like the jocks, the yeah. plastics. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. But then. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We have to figure out what we're going to call our listeners. Mm-hmm. Should we just call them caddies? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could. I mean, why not? I think it's fucking great. Yeah, why not? That's why your hair is so big. It's full of secrets. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should watch that later. Uh, is Do we still have it recorded? I don't know. Maybe. We should look. I think I tried to keep it. Let's call a spade a spade here. We're going to be asleep as soon as we're done oh, with this. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So. And I took a nap today. I'm so proud of you. Holy shit. And I want you to admit to everybody listening how fucking glorious it felt. It was pretty fucking glorious. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, only about an hour, but like, 
out of nowhere, I got super tired. Mm -hmm. I know, like, the past week, I'd say, I haven't been sleeping much. No. And uh, sending text messages at 5 in the morning to people. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Tony was like, what the fuck is he doing up this early? And I'm like, dude, I don't even know. I Once I, like, wake up, I I just can't fall back asleep. Yeah. So. Hopefully tonight you'll be able to. But sometimes you, you can't nap longer. I mean, I nap for, like, seven fucking hours. But, yeah. But then I wake up and I don't fucking know what year you don't, it is. Yeah, you don't you know? even know where you're at. Oh, I don't have a clue. <laughs> I'm just angry that somebody fucking woke me up. But. Yeah, it, it was from two to three, and then I figured. And no, the kids weren't home. Yeah, I wasn't but that's home. what I was con- concerned about. I didn't know if, like, my mom was going to be walking in the door, or you know what the deal was. So, but I, I definitely could have gone back to sleep for oh, great. a little bit longer. I tried to get you to go back to sleep. I know, I know. but you didn't. So wah, hopefully, wah. All the, uh, hopefully the doors will stop slamming upstairs soon. Oh, I don't even hear it. Yeah, I can. Oh. I mean, whatever. I listened to a podcast the other day to get to do some research. Uh, great podcast, by the way. Yeah. Um, and she has, like, music in the background. Yeah. But then you could hear her dog, like, going <laughs> batshit fucking crazy. And she, I, I'm assuming she was like, fuck it, and just left it in there. Yeah, why could, not? You could obviously still hear the dog. But yeah. It is whatever. what it is. Yeah. We're... Real people. We're home. Yeah. Whatever. What are we going to do? We don't have a fucking studio. We are trying to get fancy, though, and we're going to make the dining room our recording room. Because it's not like we ever have company. No. Ever. And we were using that as Jax's little classroom Classroom. with the e-learning bullshit. Mm -hmm. But now that that's over. He tried to make it a toy room, but uh -uh. uh-uh. Uh-uh. He tried a couple times. I know he did. Like he thought he was trying slick. to bring more and He'd more like wrestlers sneak him down. down. Guys, we have nine hundred and seventy-seven fucking wrestlers, and they come the house. with multiple hands. Yes, and like heads. So there's hands everywhere. There's yeah. heads everywhere. I, there's a microphone. Fucking. Yep. I don't. I don't know. But there's they're, they're a chair. Literally even a little coffin everywhere. <laughs> I had the breakaway tables at work for a little while. Yep. Everybody that came in my office was playing with them. They're like, oh, are these wrestling tables? All right. <laughs> yeah, guys, have at it. And Jax didn't notice. He didn't even notice until you told him. I know. I know. I told him I was going to take away everything. Like, if he didn't put it away, I was going to take it away. God, we played for, like, a solid hour of wrestling guys today. And he just... Oh, he fucking loves guys, it. Guys, I'm not kidding. Nine hundred and. But he's so, like... OCD about it. Yeah. Like if I do a move the wrong way, dad, dad, no. No, you got to no. start over. Start over. Yeah. Uh-uh. It doesn't go like that. But then like when you listen to him in the other room, dude, like he should be a fucking announcer. Like, I, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? The way he gets like the entrances and yeah, everything like it's that. It's fucking Holy awesome. Shit. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's just like when he was fascinated with cars, the movie cars. Yeah. We had... 900 like of them. 57 Lightning McQueens. And that I'm not exaggerating. Oh, I, know. I, I legit think we had 57 we or did. 58 Different versions. Queens. Yeah. Yep. It was fucking stupid. I don't mm. even know where they are now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-uh. Oh, well. Fuck I mean, it. God Probably forbid. the garbage. You know what, though? If he finds them, he's going to want them because you have to sneak toys out of here. Like you're yeah. part of the fucking Mexican Otherwise drug cartel. Otherwise, he goes fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, I want to play with that. No, Dude, you it's, didn't. You were Dude, like, you didn't even know it was here. Right. You were four. You're right. <laughs> Calm down. 
Uh, so this is what, episode 18? 18. And this is a good one. I, I wanted to do this one. I actually did not at first. I know. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I didn't really have a reason why. I think because it was national attention, more so in the Midwest. Yeah. But. But it was definitely national news. It was. Um. But I don't think like everyone understood the full extent. No. And that's why. No. Like I, I kind of had a little more of an inside mm-hmm. scoop. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew from the get-go that it was bad. Yeah. Probably two days into it. Yeah. Or two days after it. Yeah. And it just fucking spiraled out of control. So we're today we're doing Joe Glenowitz. Now, this was it was a huge deal because it was shortly after Ferguson. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know, today was the anniversary of the Dallas shooting. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Um, wow. Because I posted something on Facebook like that day. Like, please stop putting the, the dead officer's picture on yeah. fucking Facebook. Right. So, but this was right about a year maybe after Ferguson. And yeah. two officers um, in throughout the country, I think one was in Texas and one was somewhere else, had just been shot within the last five days, yeah. shot and killed. So he it was, was a big deal. He was essentially the third one. And yeah. this was like when the initial like uprising against the yep. police department started. So this this was a big to do. Mm-hmm. And then it just got when the details worse. came out, it, it was just, like, holy it shit, just kept getting worse. And I think they tried to sp- spread it out. Because the details were coming out so fast and so quick yeah. and afraid of the people's, like, yeah. I mean, it, it when it hit, what really happened, it like, what the, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the, the task force did a lot of um, recon, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. trying to defend their actions and stuff like that. But yeah. um, Continue, it, I'm taking my meds. Yeah. So, it there was so much more detail than... I knew. Yes, and that's why yeah. I told you, no, just look yeah. into it. I'm telling you, you're going to find some good shit. But what's insane, too, is watching, like, when you're doing the research and I'm on the computer and watching the articles change. Yes. You know, they start off as, you know, the officer's down, blah, 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 and then two weeks later, it's, okay, now he was shot with his own gun, and then a month later, it was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. It just, but it, it, it never got any better. It just no. got fucking worse. Yeah. Worse and, and worse. I was in law enforcement for 16 years. I, I'm pro law enforcement. Obviously. Right. Um, but I, I don't defend shitty cops. No. You know, and that's why like today, <clears throat> a, f- a few of people who I thought were friends, when I saw how they really were looking from the outside mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and seeing how they treat people like shit mm-hmm. and they have a, a certain title and they either fucking paid for that fucking title right, or, you know, was handed to it because they sucked ass. Right. You know, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck so you. I will say I'll plug this chick. Um, so the podcast I was listening to to get some research, it's called A Few Bad Apples and she's a teacher 
who does this podcast on the side and it's about crooked cops but what she does is so she she'll do a podcast about one cop and then at the end she tells uh, a story about two different cops who did good deeds yeah to kind of even it out yeah. so but yeah I mean you're gonna yeah. have those I mean remember when I even there. got a fucking text message from a turd <laughs> after my Facebook post <sighs> Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yep. I I hope that gets back to you. Fuck you. All comments are being noted. Yeah. Dick. <laughs> Look in the mirror. <laughs> fucking goof. <sighs> Didn't do shit his whole career. Fucking kicked up his feet on the fucking squad room table. Yep. But now fucking installs cameras to watch fucking people. Yep. Yeah. You're a, a fucking turd. I love that you're using the term turd. Be, the, I'm a well, fan of that. He is. No, I'm a fan He's of it. He's a fucking turd. Yeah. And if I see him, I'll, I'll probably end up in jail. Hey, no cash bond, Cook County. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it's in fucking Cook County. I'll make sure they let you have your wheelchair, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe you me, I'm going to be falling out. Oh. He's going to have to fucking pick me up and carry me. Babe, I'll, I will teach you how to fake a seizure. And like, look, I don't need a fake. Legit. Fuck that. No, but like, we had, we, I had one seizure lady. Best fucking fake seizure I've ever seen in my life. And the only reason we knew it was fake was because I asked her son her name and he told me and I repeated it. And she legit stopped seizing, looked at me and was like, what? And then went back to seizing again. I, I looked at Nicole and I'm like, what? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I was like, well, now we're not carrying her. Right. So, yeah, best seizure I've ever seen. So, like, I could teach you. Nah, fuck yeah. that. Well, I think I'm done venting. Nah. But I'm, I'm just saying, if it's you're okay. a shitty cop, you should be called out. Right. Because you make the rest of them look bad. Yeah. And were there times where I might have crossed the line? Fuck yeah. Everybody has. We, I, we're fucking human. Officers make mistakes. But hopefully there's, you know, I was lucky to have good partners who fucking, when I almost got to that point. Hashtag Lugo, I love you. Yeah. Um, but when I got to that point, not just him, other guys. Yeah. You know, dude, relax. You know, it, calm down. Yeah. You know, you keep yourself in check. You keep each, each other in check. But when you just have administrators fucking... Mm-hmm. Go out and do this, but I'm going to treat you like shit. Yep. Fuck you. It's like the white helmet syndrome. Yeah. Fuck you. Your helmet's a little too white. Didn't do shit your career, whole career, right. but whatever. Yep. So I'm done. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Venting a little bit. Get it out. Built um, up a little bit. I, I worked my ass off. I, I'm not saying anything. I, I fucking worked my ass off. You have every right. You know that. Yeah, I do. You know, and I, I'll admit it now. I did a fucking awesome job. You did. You really fucking did. And I'm glad you finally are saying that to yourself because and, you did. And got a fucking email for my goodbye. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You guys wonder why the morale is shit. Is shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe look in the mirror. Yep, that's why. So... While we're talking about shitty cops. Yeah. You want to talk about Joe? Yeah, I think we should start now because okay. this might be a little 
longer. Yeah, it's okay. So Joe Glenowitz, he was born Charles Joseph Glenowitz on August 25th, 1963 in Libertyville, Illinois. His parents were Joseph and Debbie Glenowitz, and he was one of five boys. He has four brothers, Sean, Donald, Eric, and Michael. There's not a lot about his childhood. We do know that he went to Marmion Military Academy for two years, and then he graduated from Antioch Community High School. After that, he went to Kaplan University, earning his bachelor's and master's in criminal justice. From there, he enlisted in the Army in 1981. Now, some sources say 1980. Um, I got 1981 from his obituary, so I figured that yeah. was probably the right one. Yeah, that's probably the most accurate. So he was active duty in the Army for four years, and then... Oh, I spelled reserves wrong. Um, and then stayed... Reserves. <laughs> stayed in the reserves until 2007, retiring as a first sergeant. He joined the Fox Lake Police Department in 1985 and held many hats in the department, um, being a canine officer, a field training officer, and was also part of the SWAT team. In 1986, he started helping out with a program that they had called the Fox Lake Police Department Explorer Program. It was post 300, and they operated under Boy Scouts Northeast Illinois Council's rules and regulations, which are pretty strict. Um, so this Explorer program is an organization mentoring youth interested in law enforcement careers. In 1987, he started running the Explorer program. Um, many people will say that a ton of his graduates went on to have very successful military careers or law enforcement careers. So in 1980, you ever think about like where your fellow Academy people are? What do you mean? Like what they're doing? Are they still like the people I went to medic school with? Yeah. Well, I still talk to Kelly. <laughs> I'm just um, yeah. I mean, some of them, one of them's a doctor now. I know really? That. Well, no, that was EMT EMT class. Yeah, he went to Lewis to be a pilot, and now he's a doctor. Because hmm. um, I went to EMT school with Johnny. Oh. So there's your shout-out, John. <laughs> um, but, yeah, medic school, I talked to Kelly. I think two people that we went to school with got married. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I know my instructor is still teaching because one of the guys uh, at work – she says instructor. Oh, that's I was like, cool. dude, she was my partner. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Kelly. I'm just, I was <laughs> curious. Um, so, in 1989, he married his wife, Melody. They had four sons. There's so many fucking boys. Um, their sons were Joseph, Donald, Jeffrey, and David. Now, two of his sons did follow in his footsteps with careers in public service. Um, I couldn't find what the other one did, so I'm not. One of them joined the Army. Yeah. Um, okay, so September 1st of 2015. Yeah. At 7.06 a.m., Joe went to his normal gas station to buy cigarettes. 
Yep. He smoked two packs a day and had early emphysema at the age of 52. Let me just throw that one in oh, there. Oh, did he really? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, take note of that. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I'll just throw that in there. But that was his normal normal routine. Yeah, but I'm saying for you, take note okay, this fucking vape. I don't vape two packs a day. Are you done? <laughs> you go through two vapes a day. I no, think I that's... don't. I just have different flavors out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I do not. I need the chocolate. I need the strawberries. No, right now it's... Watermelon. No, lychee. The fuck is that? I don't know. It's some fucking fruit that I never heard of until I started vaping. <laughs> it was one of the flavors. <laughs> hey, vape guy, I need the lychee. Yeah. Li- I don't... It's lychee, lychee. I don't fucking know. Whatever. It's the red one. It's great. Oh, that's cool. So... Sorry. Moving on. Sorry. So he goes to his normal gas station and buys his two packs of cigarettes. From there, he was supposed to go to the station and do inventory of the Explorer program and their equipment and all that shit. At 7.52 a.m., he called in suspicious activity. Quote, 67.40, I'm going to be out at that old concrete plant checking on two male whites and one male black. Dispatch responded, 10-4, do you need a second unit? Joe responded, quote, negative at this time. Are you impressed I found the radio track? Yeah, I am. At 7.55 a.m., Joe tells dispatch that the subjects have now taken off towards the swampy area. Dispatch responded, quote, do you need a second unit? Joe responded with, quote, 10-4, go ahead and start sending somebody. At 8.01 a.m., Two officers um, arrive on scene after they responded to the call for backup. Mm-hmm. They hear Joe say, quote, I'm off the gravel road that runs between the cement plant and Honing Road. The arriving officers heard what they thought was a gunshot. And the dispatcher is repeatedly asking through the radio, what is your status? Trying to get a hold of Joe. Yeah. No answer from him. At, yeah, I just got goosebumps. At 8.09 a.m., the responding officers discovered Joe Glenowitz's body in a wooded, swampy area approximately 50 yards from his police car. Strewn across the area in like a t- around 200 feet-ish, his pepper spray was out, his radio, his baton, and they found him lying face down, obviously deceased, and no gun. So the responding officer got on the radio saying, quote, officer down, send everyone you possibly can, officer down, which is frightening. Yeah. Fucking frightening. So obviously everybody shows up. Local law enforcement sets up what they call a, quote, kill zone, which is a two square mile perimeter search area around the crime scene. At 8.18, radio dispatched to all area departments. I don't know if it was on Isburn or Ifern or, you know, something along those lines. We have Isburn. Yeah. I'm not sure if they do out, like, in Lake County. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's a state police radio. I would imagine that's what they did. Yes. In Illinois, here we have, it's called Isburn. The it's an abbreviation for something. I can't fuck it. My brain don't work that good. So I can't remember the exact what it stands for but it's the state police radio so we would communicate with other departments for like any kind of forcible felonies or or stuff like that or emergencies 
that we needed other towns to hear. Um, I mean, fuck, I got on there numerous times calling for help for car chases and riots at one of our establishments. Pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where, I mean, anyone who's, every officer has it in their car in Illinois and should be listening to it. Wow, that was loud as fuck. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. Um, But anyone who's available, I mean, depending on what's coming out, if you're calling for help. I mean, we, I, one time I got on there asking for help and we had a hundred fucking officers, yeah. some fucking 50, 60 miles away yeah. that came. So I'm assuming that this radio traffic was done over Isburn, but I couldn't find anything. So, um, at 8.18 AM though, radio dispatched to all area departments, quote, man with a gun in the area of 128 Honing in Fox Lake. Wanted subjects are a male white and a male black who fled scene, taking officer's sidearm and pepper spray. Shots were fired. Now, they eventually updated that to two male whites. I don't know why you only said one. So, like you said, when you get on Isburn, everybody and their brother shows up. So, a massive manhunt Yeah, if started. it's an officer down, I could imagine they probably had 100 plus. There you go. Yep. 400 plus officers yep. showed up. Federal agents got involved right away. The U.S. Marshals got involved right away. Sorry, I'm taking off my shoes. So the whole town was on lockdown. Yeah. They locked down the schools. They locked down the town. If you were in your home, you couldn't leave. Well, yeah, you you figure you have two fucking or three fucking cop killers. Who are now armed with his weapon because they don't, right. Yeah. They don't see his gun. So if you were home, you couldn't leave. If you were gone, you couldn't come home. Uh, schools were put on a hard lockdown, and they also called for a no-fly zone over Fox Lake. Wow, yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah, forty-eight canine units responded. There were Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, we would have a hard time just for one or two coming yeah. out. Forty-eight canine units. Holy and fuck! And I, I'm not sure how many helicopters. I know later on it was three, um, but that's why they did the no-fly zone because there were multiple helicopters yeah. in the same area. And uh, federal agents were brought in immediately. And probably to keep the media out of there. Yeah. Because I guarantee they... Yeah. So... (laughs) If it was real, it it was going down. So the Lake County Major Crimes Task Force, led by Commander George Falenko, heads the investigation. So they essentially take it over from local law enforcement. And the FBI um, is really there for support. Yeah, Yeah, and assistance. But the task force is going to lead right. the investigation. It's right. similar to the task force that I was on Just different in area. the south suburbs. Yeah. yeah, this is the task force that was in Lake County, so Illinois. upwards of 400 law enforcement personnel were out searching by foot, horseback, ATVs. Horseback? Horseback, because it was like a wooded, no swampy, like, it was like a shit area to get through. Man, there's a On couple times that, I wish I fucking remember, like knew we could get horses. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing too that they were having issues with was the heat. It was unseasonably warm, and guys were dropping like flies. Um, Tony might remember this in one of the cases he put me on fucking foot detail with the canine oh. track. 
I remember this. I got sick I as fuck. I remember that. I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> Tony's like, well, well, all the guys with like boots on or good shoes, you're walking. I remember I look down. That. I got my fucking tactical boots. I'm like, oh, God. Son of a bitch. And, babe, I'm standing there. I'm marinating. I remember. Fucking like dripping, just standing there. And we had to go into a fucking forest. Uh-huh. I, I was ready to drop. Because the dog caught a scent, Yeah, right? but in like all around the fucking, like yeah. two mile fucking, or it was ridiculous. Let me just let but me But I showed back know. up on scene and like Tony and the other bosses like looked at me, dude, go sit in the car. So <laughs> Mark blinks twice and he sweats. I'm sweating now. Yeah, so when <laughs> And he, I have a fan on me. <laughs> when he was in a coma, the fucking doctor called him a sweaty animal, yep. if that tells you anything. So picture that 90 degree fucking heat going No, it was hotter forest. than that. It, it was hotter than that with the humidity. I remember that, though. But we were in an open field. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the dog is fucking... Oh, my God. And then I had to fucking climb a fence, and I fucking hurt my ankle going over. I, I'm, dude, I'm 300 pounds. How did you climb a fence? I, babe, I don't fucking know, but I did, and I fucking hurt my ankle I coming down. Like, couldn't you just step over it? No, it was a tall fu- <laughs> It was like, it, it was, because, like, in the open field. I could picture you, like, jumping like Mario. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, uh, oh, God, it was bad. Yeah. So I, I don't jump fences. No. I actually ran through a wooden fence one time. I f- fucking Lugo knows that. I took a door down. Like Chris Farsi. Yes. <laughs> fucking running. I just fucking blew through the fence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't hop fences. No. I don't walk in heat. No. So, but yeah, I, I showed back up on scene when we were like grouping back up and. Well, we killed Cash. <laughs> awesome. Like, dude, go, go sit in killed the them. fucking car Great. in the air. I was like, ah, I'll just be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I mean, you could have had somebody on horseback. So they had horseback. But like I said, so one of the big things that they were dealing with was the heat. So guys were, were dropping. Yeah. So they ended up bringing in some helicopters with thermal imaging cameras to try and pull some of the guys off of yeah. foot patrol. Um, so they eventually, sorry, I had a brain fart, uh, eventually after an hour found his forty caliber pistol, which was his duty weapon. They found it approximately three feet from his body. But the grass was so tall. And, they didn't see it. And a lot of the officers said that they... Once they were on scene and they were standing by him, they wouldn't go further than three feet until the dogs got there. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> at an afternoon press conference, Fox Lake Mayor Donnie Schmidt said, quote, today, not only did Fox Lake lose a family member, I lost a really dear friend. Shortly after this, the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police released a statement stating, quote, today, the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police, I don't know why I can't fucking say that. Illinois. Lost a fellow member and brother who died heroically serving his community. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the slain officer's family, friends, and fellow police officers. He leaves a legacy of several decades of service to Fox Lake, for which we are humbly grateful. So in the meantime, the media is, like, reporting his background. Right. And like talking him up and when you yeah. heard it 
like I'm getting chills now because like you thought he was because he they called him Super Joe if I'm not mistaken GI Joe yeah and Super Joe Joe. but the amount of commendations he had between the army and the police department was incredible was insane yeah it really was and then you know everything he did with the Explorer program yeah so you really like he really was like a a superhero he was a hometown hero and somebody had taken down the hometown hero yeah that's really how yeah fox lake the people were fucking they were like they they were very pro-police and they were fucking devastated it was yeah it was i mean i remember this yeah so at 10.30 that evening, after a 14-hour search, the Lake County Major Crimes Task Force pulls the perimeter and expands the search area because they didn't find anything. So the 400 officers dwindled down to 100, which is still a lot. Yeah. Um, September 2nd of 2015, which is the next day, Fox Lake seemed a little quieter. There weren't so many officers, no helicopters in the air. Uh, but there's still, like I said, was over 100 law enforcement officers and agents searching after an uneventful search the day before. Commander Filinko told reporters during a briefing that officers are still canvassing the area, knocking on doors, and following leads. Schools remained closed, roads remained closed, and some metro stations actually actually remained closed because, like I said, they shut down the entire fucking town when this happened. So they start collecting surveillance video from around the area. And at this time, a makeshift shrine is starting to form just outside the police department. Tony just texted me, by the way. Tell him I brought <laughs> said, him up. So it's 8.30 and I'm in bed. Fucking loser. Ha ha ha. Tell him I'm get up. <laughs> be prepared for another 5 a.m. Right. fucking text. So at this point, everybody wants to help. So there is an obscene amount of leads and tips coming in. One of them came from a woman named Kristen Kiefer of Vernon Hills, Illinois. She said that she was pulled over on the side of the road in Volo, Illinois, when two men approached her car from the cornfield, one male white, one male black. Uh, One source says that they attempted to carjack her. Another source says that they asked her for a ride. And when she pulled out her cell phone, they fled on foot. Hmm. This caused a um, hundred local and state law enforcement officers to set up roadblocks and yeah, searched I with think, yeah. I, a, I remember this. Eleven canine units and yeah. three air units. Yeah. So they also were searching the Volo Bog with a canine. He did track a scent. Uh, turned out to be a deer. So when her story really couldn't be proven, she admits to fabricating the whole thing just to get attention from her family. What a bitch. She was eventually arrested for two counts of disorderly conduct for falsifying police reports. Yep. And in May of 2017, she was given a year probation and $20,000 restitution. That's fucking awesome, Lake County. Good for you. September 7th of 2015, Joe Glenowitz's funeral is held in Antioch, Illinois. That's where he lived with his wife. Yeah, and that's for people outside of Illinois. Antioch is, all this takes place in northern Illinois, very close to the Wisconsin border, semi-close to, we're semi-close to Indiana as well. So I, I would say like this whole area in Wisconsin, Illinois, we got the most media attention. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, even though it was national. Right. So thousands of people came to yeah. pay their respects. This included hundreds of police officers from around the country. 
His casket arrived at Antioch Community High School for a public viewing, and then they had a special viewing specifically for law enforcement. The procession was 18 miles long, and it drove from Antioch Community High School to the Hillside East Cemetery. Governor Bruce Rauner ordered all flags at half-staff. Residents of Fox Lake and Antioch lined the streets to show respect. And many, I, I remember seeing that on yeah, the news. I'm and it like was, getting the chills. I'm getting the chills um, again, too. Many were <clears throat> applauding. Uh, you could see blue ribbons tied to yeah. trees for miles. Yeah. There were pictures of him placed along the route. Um, Commander uh, Falenko said that there's no major developments over the weekend, because obviously a few days had passed. But they did find a significant piece of evidence the Friday before. All he would say was that somebody, a person, had located it at the site where Glenowitz was killed, and he wouldn't elaborate any further. Hang on. I have asterisks, so that means... I have to find my asterisks. Okay. So September 13th, a gentleman by the name of Joseph Battaglia, who is a former CPD, Chicago Police Department officer, is arrested and charged with disorderly conduct for threatening officials for not declaring Glenowitz's death a suicide. He started calling police agencies and media outlets insisting that Glenowitz shot himself intentionally. This caused the Chicago Tribune to release a uh, story on September 14th of 2015 saying that investigators are looking into the theory that Glenowitz committed suicide. And this is the time where I had some contacts and I knew. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, it's I documented that a lot. So this guy, I mean, just was adamant. Yeah. Adamant. Calling police departments. Calling. Which uh, I, I don't blame them. Yeah. I don't blame them. So three people were suspected. They were interviewed and then cleared with alibis. So these guys were seen on surveillance video and they were suspected because um, two of them were white and one of them was black. That's really the only reason. They ended up suing. and As they should. Disclosed amount settled. So. Mm. Um. <clears throat> There's an article from uh, September 11th of 2015. The Lake County coroner, Thomas Rudd, says Glenowitz was killed by a single, quote, devastating gunshot wound to the torso, which we will find out later that that is wrong. Yeah. One law enforcement official states he was hit by two shots, one stopped by his vest, and one was fired towards his torso at a downward angle. A source tells CNN that Glenowitz's gun was fired twice, but unknown who pulled the trigger. Lake County Sheriff's Office said evidence indicates more than one shot was fired, but cannot comment on the exact number. It remains, quote, confidential information critical to the investigation. I get to say my favorite phrase. They were keeping it close to the vest. Mm. Love it. So the coroner won't comment on whether or not there were signs of a struggle or other wounds, which we come to find out there were scrapes on his face from him. Oh, was there? Yeah. Um, which, remind me. So the coroner publicly was saying he's not ruling out homicide, suicide, accident, or undetermined because he's still awaiting uh, ballistics testing and gunshot residue evidence, fingerprints, and the results of DNA, DNA swabs that were taken from the scene. Until he gets those, he's not releasing a manner of death. Yeah. 
So there was DNA recovered that did not belong to Glenowitz. It was just uh, an unidentified male. 50 people that were interviewed were also swabbed for DNA, and it didn't match any of them either. Yeah. The Lake County Sheriff's Office was pissed at the coroner because he was talking a little too much. They said he was revealing details about the case, including misinformation, him being shot in the torso. Commander Falenko said in a written statement, quote, Dr. Rudd, releasing information which is sensitive to this investigation puts the entire case at risk. And he's not wrong by that. No. Because all the dealings with the medical examiner in mm-hmm. Cook County, they would tell us. Mm-hmm. Like, they they didn't really go to the media. This you know, did, the media yeah. called them every day for mm-hmm. updates on who was in the morgue and stuff. And they would just give, you know, vague, vague yeah. details and then contact whichever department yeah um he finished by saying all the progress made since this tragic incident is potentially in jeopardy october 1st of 2015 lake county investigators announced that joe glenowitz was shot twice with his own service weapon what is believed to be the first shot went into the front of his bulletproof vest on the right side hitting his cell phone but it would have incapacitated him so Commander Falenko stated, quote, a comparison was made. It would be similar to that of a sledgehammer hitting you in the side. Per Falenko, the second shot was the fatal shot, striking him in the area of his upper left chest, hitting between the first and second rib, also hitting an artery. Oh, so he bled, bled out. out. The investigation is still being treated as a homicide, although officials have not officially ruled it homicide, suicide, accident, or undetermined. Was there an exit wound? No. There were indications of a struggle at the crime scene. However, nobody would elaborate on what the indications were. Mm -hmm. The gunshot residue tests were inconclusive in discerning who fired the actual weapon. Right. Commander Falenko states, quote, the weapon could have been fired by Lieutenant Glenowitz, or he could have been in close proximity of the weapon being fired. Because as we learned on our case earlier, if yeah. you're in the room when a, a or close vicinity, because right. obviously he was in the woods, of a gun being fired, you, you could have gunshot have residue, residue on, on you. you. Yep. So this is where things kind of start going downhill a little yeah. bit. So investigators also reveal that Glenowitz's squad car's GPS unit showed he was on foot in the area for approximately 20 minutes before calling dispatch about investigating the individuals. At 7.25, his, uh, it shows, his GPS shows that he pulled in front of the cement plant. Now, he didn't get on the radio until 7.52 yeah. to, to notify dispatch. So police have previously stated, though, that this was his assigned area to patrol because it had a lot of complaints of vandalism, squatting, and drugs. But he was supposed to be going to do the inventory. So they did find, like I said, unidentified male DNA found on nine items from the crime scene, but won't, uh, the investigators won't re- reveal if any of those swabs were taken from the service weapon. Falenko is now saying that he thinks the three suspects fled the area after originally consistently saying he thinks they stayed in the area. No theories are ruled out at this point, and the investigation remains, quote, extraordinarily complex and active. Falenko says some details are purposely being held back to protect their case. 
Yeah, they knew at this point. They're holding it close to the vest. Yeah, they knew at this point my, is my feeling. So, and they're just trying to slowly release everything so there's not a huge fucking yeah. uproar. <laughs> so Falenko stated, quote, I've heard the word conspiracy used quite often, and we want the public to have as much information as possible without revealing any information that is going to compromise our investigation. November 4th of 2015, at a very tense press conference that was led by Commander Falenko, he brought forth a stunning turnaround in the Glenowitz murder. After a two-month-long investigation, the Lake County Major Crimes Task Force concluded that the death of Joe Glenowitz was a suicide, carefully staged to make it look like a homicide, in order to cover up an alleged scheme to embezzle and launder thousands of dollars from the Lake County Explorers program. This is a far cry from the image put forth of a heroic police officer who was memorialized by the community. This is when everybody was like, what the fuck? And I remember like on Facebook and social media, you know, the F like media, how people comment just the comments like oh. what the fuck like there were signs um that were throughout fox lake and antioch with his picture on it and they were being obviously defaced and oh everything yeah like that so yeah. um Falenko stated quote this staged suicide was the end result of extensive criminal acts that glenowitz had been committing now multiple news reports start coming out with an hours of this press conference stating that within days of the incident the fbi speculated the death was a suicide which we couldn't confirm right um also a news report quickly comes out that the officers who found glenowitz's body immediately considered suicide because of the position of his right hand so his right hand was noted to be in a position that suggested he was holding a gun when he fell mm. so they think he he you know did the one shot obviously in the cell phone but they think that he put himself where he was so when he fell forward he would scrape up his face and his arms ah. making it look like defensive wounds so i mean really put some fucking thought into it that's he did. for sure yeah so he absolutely did the hand position was discounted by the task force after the coroner's office said, quote, the hand was in a normal resting position and did not play a factor in determining the cause or manner of death. So this is where they start like, okay, here's here's where we were, here's where we are. Yeah. Uh, Falenko said it would have been irresponsible for investigators to quickly jump to the conclusion that the death might have been a suicide. He said, quote, for at least the first several weeks, we were looking at this as a homicide. Nah, that's bullshit. I, I think they didn't want to look at it as a homicide, you know, or they didn't want to look at it as a suicide. But yeah, maybe, you know, but I mean, from my p people that yeah. I knew, oh, yeah. I, yeah. we knew within, day, days. within days that it yeah. was bullshit. So. He, uh, he said it was determined in the last weeks of the two-month investigation that he had killed himself. So they did know for a little while before releasing it to the public, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So they based this decision largely off of the ballistic tests, the text messages that they found, and bank records that they found. Mm. 
So this investigation found that Glenowitz, who had experience creating mock crime scenes, staged the suicide to look like a homicide, starting with placing his equipment at the scene, quote, in an attempt to mislead first responders and investigators to believe that this was a homicide. Yeah, That's why like, his shit was scattered. Yeah, so it looked like he was chasing. Right. So his family issued a statement simply stating they wanted privacy as they, quote, coped with the loss of a beloved husband and father. Uh, I have... I do feel bad for his kids, especially I feel, now. I feel bad for three of his kids. Yeah. The fourth kid... Oh, I don't know. Whole nother ball game. Oh, okay. Whole nother ball game. So, and you can't find anything about the three other ones. Just, just the one. Um, so why do I, hang on. I have asterisks, but I don't know why. It's fancy. I know, but I don't know why I have them. Oh, here we go. Okay. So Falenko said at a press conference, quote, the investigation found that Glenowitz had been stealing and laundering money from the Fox Lake Police Explorer Post. Mm. This had been occurring over the past seven years. Glenowitz was also found to have forged signatures on official documents. Thousands of dollars were used by Glenowitz for personal purchases, purchases which I have the breakdown and it's fucking disgusting. Uh, this is including travel expenses. How much? A lot. Uh, I have a breakdown of like dollar amount what he spent. Um, travel expenses, mortgage payments, personal gym memberships, adult websites, oh, uh, facilitating personal loans, and unaccounted cash withdrawals. We recovered electronic messages that were deleted from Glenowitz's personal and work cellular phones, including incriminating messages that had been deleted prior to his suicide. On your work phone. What a fucking dummy. Yeah. Lake County Coroner Dr. Thomas Rudd now is saying, obviously, this is a suicide, stating, quote, this individual obviously knew he had legal problems. He knew there was a possibility of incarceration. His view in the community would be greatly diminished. We knew he was depressed in the final few weeks. Untreated depression results in suicide 90% of the time. And based on that information, this, to me, is a suicide. Do you know offhand, did you write down the exact, total number yes what is it i well i have it broke down it's okay. upwards of 10 grand well closer to 25 oh jesus yeah i have i have like specific numbers written down okay um so now here's where his actual right everybody heard you whisper 50 minutes we're at 50 minutes so this is where his record comes out so really his suicide was the culmination of a 30 plus year just tainted career with the fox lake police department and before you get into this just give me a second to kind of like speak my part i will vape yeah enjoy your vape for a sec so i i really have a problem with bad cops and shitty cops because you either have integrity or you don't. I fucking... I, I'm not trying to make myself look like I was the shit because I was not the shit. But two departments, I was in charge of evidence rooms. Um, one out... My first department, I was in the only one in charge of it. The amounts of money and drugs that could have been taken out of out of there... It, without anyone knowing, I, I mean, it, it could have been done 
easily. The second department, I was in charge of sending stuff to the lab. So especially I handled all the dope, narcotics. I, I could have easily, easily taken that, taken money. And you just don't. You, you just don't. No. It's as simple as that. I, I became a cop to make a fucking difference. And the majority of cops do that. You know, yes, of course, we're human. We're make, we make mistakes. I made many of them, many mistakes. But I never, it never even crossed my mind to fucking let me fucking take some. Mm -hmm. They'll never fucking know. Right. I mean, there were hundreds of thousands of dollars in the, for the first apartment I was with in the evidence room. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And it never crossed my mind. So you either fucking have integrity and want to make a difference or you're a fucking shithead. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. And see, the thing with him is, too, uh, he was he was both in his 30 year career. So 264 pages of internal files uh, detailing the duality of his life came out. Everything from high commendations to salacious, big word, complaints. So uh, when he was good, he was fucking great. But right. when he was bad, he was he bad. was bad. Be careful, your pages are hitting the mic. Oh, sorry. So in damn it, Jamie. Shut up. Uh, in May of 1988, uh, this is when it all started. A Lake County Sheriff's deputy found Joe behind the wheel of his truck. Uh, foot on the gas pedal, full throttle, so shit-faced the deputies could not wake him up. So a Fox Lake detective took him home and arranged for the truck to be towed. He woke up the next morning, didn't have a fucking clue what happened, and reported his truck stolen. The detective got a hold of him, explained what happened, and Joe told him that he had had six beers and several shots uh, after playing volleyball volleyball yeah which i thought was funny too yeah i don't know sand volleyball was a thing for a while i guess in the 80s i guess yeah. i mean I my mom used to play sand volleyball yeah I, it's cool yeah but i'm not gonna fucking tell you i went i played volleyball yeah well <laughs> so i it, went bowling or i played tackle football well in august of 1988 he played volleyball again had another incident with drinking after the volleyball game, said he had one beer and one shot and was, quote, overcome because I haven't been drinking. This is what he wrote in an internal memo after not showing up for fucking work because he was shit-faced, and he was suspended for two days. In September of 1988, he was given a letter of reprimand for, quote, failing to pat down a prisoner who was later found with a knife in his cell and threatening to slit his own wrists. Now that, that can happen. Yeah. I mean, prisoners. Some of them can, but I mean, when yeah. you're pulling out everything, you're pulling out everything. It's all coming out. So 1999 to 2000, he received multiple warnings for tardiness, which, uh, same dude. Yeah, Same. yeah. I, I'm late because of who I am as a fucking person. Like, I it was is what fucking it is. late because I fucking lived an hour you, away. No, you would. And I was on call for fucking 24-7. Yeah, you would wake up at 1245 and leave the house at 115 and think you could teleport to work by 2. Yeah. Every day. I listen to this every day. 
So in 2003, he was demoted from commander to sergeant because of, quote, unspecified problems in the communications department that he oversaw. Mm. Yeah, some of them are not are not good. Okay, so you drink. Cool. Some, some of these are not, they're yeah. not good, though. Um, so in regards to the, uh, the Explorer program, uh, Commander Falenko said, quote, if I knew about the personnel file and I was a parent, I certainly wouldn't put my child in the Explorer program under his command. In 2003, a federal lawsuit was filed against the village, the police department, and Glenowitz himself. It accused him of sexual harassment and pressuring a female department employee under his command to perform oral sex on him five times in 2000. What? So, this is probably going to be an unpopular... Let me... I'll just keep my mouth shut on this. So this woman uh, claims on January 14th of 2000 that she was invited to Joe's private hotel room under the ruse that he had her son's uniform and needed to return it. When she arrived, he, you know, she came in the room, he gave her chocolates and started rubbing her shoulders. And she said that she felt obliged to perform oral sex on him. He told her that the sexual favors would help her get a higher ranking position because she did work there. She was a department employee. She did volunteer with the Explorers. He then would repeatedly have her uh, meet him behind a building. And I don't, I felt the need to write this down, but he was always um, peeing when she showed up with his dinghy hanging out. I wrote wiener, but I figured I'd say dingy. His dingy. So the suit also alleges that the chief was aware of the situation because Joe had admitted to it. And they told the woman that he was being suspended for 30 days and forced to attend sexual addiction counseling. Jesus. Now, I I did find he, he did serve a 30-day suspension. Yeah. I don't know if he did the sexual addiction counseling. Wow. So her lawsuit, though, was dismissed in 2005 after her and her attorneys missed multiple discovery deadlines. She tried appealing in 06, and she lost. Sorry, I hit the microphone. You slammed that down, man. So also in 2003, a dispatcher filed a complaint. She stated that Glenowitz was in a radio room that he knew he wasn't supposed to be in. When she told him he needed to leave the room, he responded by telling her he knew many remote areas in town with lakes where he could hide a body and no one would ever know. I feel like that escalated quickly. Yeah, why the fuck would you (laughs) say that, dude? So then he laughed. She said that the nature of the comments upset her, and at the time she was threatened but then later thought it was a joke. Until the next day, when he told her he'd put bullets in her chest. Dude. And then comes back later on that afternoon goes back into the same radio room that she told him to stay out of and was loading and unloading his gun. Oh, dude. To which he said, nothing was meant to be threatening. Of course not. She filed a formal complaint and nothing was fucking done about it. So, (laughs) But I feel like this escalated quickly. She tells you to leave the room and you're like, I know where I can hide a body. (laughs) Right. What? Yeah. Simmer down, Joe. Simmer down. Take it easy. Take it easy. So in 2009, a two-page letter was written to the mayor at the time, Cindy Irwin, from, quote, anonymous members of Fox Lake Police Department, accusing Joe of gross and widespread misconduct. Wow. Some examples are sexual harassment and threatening a dispatcher, a different one, not the one we talked about, and not the chick who 
he forced. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, visiting village village establishments with quote certain women, not his wife. <laughs> Being kicked out of establishments for being highly intoxicated and would leave without paying his tab. He uh, took his family to a vacation in Wisconsin in his squad car. What the fuck? He allowed the Explorer cadets to wear police uniforms and kind of just do whatever they wanted to do. The chief was later stated, um, later stated that the kids were, quote, essentially the kids were being trained to kill on command. What the fuck? Fuck. Yeah. Now, all of the explorers underneath him were like, dude, this guy's fucking God. Like, uh, we I love bet. this guy. Yeah, because yeah, I bet. Fucking Rambo. He had a fucking stockpile of military weapons in the explorer hub, which was like their shutter. Oh, whatever. yeah. So I bet the kids were going yeah. fucking nuts over Here's that. Here's a grenade launcher. Play with that. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> he was also accused of, and I, I had to write it this way because I thought it was funny. Groping multiple breasts at a Christmas party. Jesus. I'm assuming it would be more than one woman, but yeah. you never know. Do you remember Total Recall? The girl with the three boobs? Oh, yeah. That's like the one thing I remember about that movie. Um, <laughs> he was also accused of getting a tattoo on duty and using a gift certificate that was given to the department. Wow. This letter was placed in his file and nothing was done. Later on that year, he was suspended for one month again for, quote, inappropriate sexual relationships with a subordinate. Not the same Dude, chick. what is going on? Not the same fucking chick. Now I flip again. Gentle. Uh, okay. So Detective Chris Cavelli of the Lake County Sheriff's Department said, quote, it's unusual for somebody to be a lieutenant and have supervisory authority with a personnel file looking like his. Uh, that's not true because I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an officer involved in the case said Glenowitz must have been a, quote, golden child who must have, quote, dirt by some on someone in the department to be able to stay there. Yeah. In my case, they're just friends with the mayor. Right. Right. So the mayor... Hmm. Donnie Schmidt stated that in the two and a half years that he served as mayor and the two years he served as trustee, he had never had a complaint about Glenowitz. He also said, though, that he did not have access to his personnel file because there was no disciplinary action against him. Yeah. So nothing fucking happened with him, Jesus. with all these. So now this is the beginning of the end in... March of 2014, Fox Lake hired a new village administrator by the name of Ann Marin. Uh, for those who don't know, a village administrator is an appointed official who is responsible for leadership and oversight of all village departments. She was starting off her tenure by auditing all village departments and asked Glenowitz for financial records for the Explorer program. Mm -hmm. She asked him because him and his wife, Melody, were the... They did the books, essentially. They, yeah. were, they they used a big fancy word, and I didn't write it down. I can't remember what it was. Um, so they were doing all the finances. And I take it they were writing probably grants for this, too. I They never said anything about grants. Oh, okay. So this is when he starts to panic, because obviously they're fucking embezzling money. Yeah. And his wife would later state that she would use the Explorer credit card for personal purchases, but paid it off so she didn't realize it was embezzlement oh yeah sweetie when you pay the credit card with the explorer bank account right yeah embezzlement 
So Anne Marin was now Glenowitz's enemy. There are 6,500 pages of text messages that show embezzlement and money laundering. They were all erased, but federal agents um, at Quantico pulled them all up. 6,500 pages. So you figure seven years, you know, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. So he first considered retiring as a way to get out of this. Who fucking had to go through all those pages? God bless you. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a fucking job that had to be. So he was actually due to retire in August, um, but he was asked by the chief to stay on a little bit longer. So he did obviously stay on a little bit longer. So these text messages, uh, the vast majority of them were sent to uh, individual one and individual two, and that's how they were labeled in his phone. Hmm. Individual one, it was found out, was his wife, and individual two was his son, DJ. Ah, how old was his son? uh, You know, I don't know. Because they don't ever say, but this is the one who joined the army. Okay. So he was, I, I believe he was the oldest. Uh, but you can't find shit about the kids, yeah. except, you know, him a little bit. But so some of the text messages include Joe, quote, she hates me. If she gets a hold of the old checking account, I'm pretty well fucked. DJ, hopefully she decides to get a couple of drinks in her and gets a DUI. Joe, she does, she does, but not around here, and no one knows where. Trust me, I've thought through many scenarios from planting things to the Volo Bog. Jesus. So the Volo Bog is a Volo Bog State Natural Area. It's four miles south of Fox Lake, and the reference was probably them referring to the Chain of Lakes as a dumping ground for bodies. Jesus. Do you want to know who dumped bodies there? Who? Al Capone. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. See, there's a fun little fact for you. Thank you. So Glenowitz was becoming increasingly desperate, uh, texting his son, quote, the situation right here would give her the means to crucify me. He then texted the former chief saying she has now demanded a complete inventory of Explorer Central and a financial report. Fuck my life. Oh, Jesus. That's what the tax was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It said FML, so I figured I would just, you Yeah. Know. So, um... At this point, uh, he tries to hire a fucking hitman to take out this village official. Get the fuck out. So he texts an unknown woman to contact a, quote, high-ranking gang member to put a hit on the village manager. Jesus. So the tone of these text messages was basically to contact a high-level motorcycle gang member. Obviously, this high-ranking gang member denied everything but of course the woman was not mentioned um everybody denied everything but then he also suggested that the hitman could quote plant something on the village manager yeah after joe was dead they found multiple small baggies of cocaine throughout his possessions the cocaine wasn't tied to any case and wasn't taken from the evidence locker wow so the assumption is that that's what he was going to use yeah so Uh, At this time, he was also planning a sham marriage between his mistress and his son, DJ. The reason they did this was because DJ was in the army and they would receive thousands of dollars in extra benefits, including health care. 
So the woman by the name of Catherine Grams was a volunteer for the Explorers program. That's how she met Joe. So the wife knows about this? I would I don't know how much she knows about it. She's oh. she had does not talk at all. Wow. But uh Catherine Graham's neighbors came out publicly and said his fucking squad was parked in her driveway every fucking day. Jesus. So the deal was is that DJ would receive uh, $1,250 for his pay and that Catherine would get $500 of it and she would get health care for her and her children. Wow. So they were married on July 23rd of 2013. A month later, they were reported living apart and they divorced in December of 2014. So the expenses. Are you ready for this? Yep. $7,217 in health clubs, athletic event registrations, and supplements. Wow. $2,623 for pornographic websites and dating websites. Jesus. Here's the big one, and it's me. $2,455 in Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, $5,700 for a Hawaiian vacation for him and his wife. Oh, lovely. $8,822 in restaurants. Jesus. And $15,000 in student loans. Yes. So his wife, Melody, at this point, after he dies, they're like, well, fuck you. We're coming after you now. Yeah. They're saying she was part of it. She's denying it. Now, she was indicted in 2016 for felony counts of theft of charitable funds, money laundering, and conspiracy. She has submitted multiple times a formal application to receive Joe's pension. Ah. Now, her trial keeps getting delayed. She is out on bail waiting the trial. Um, she did put in another formal petition for the pension. And the village actually filed a petition to intervene. So their petition was approved in 2016, which means they can stop her from receiving the pension. Now, initially in Illinois, there is a law stating that anybody who is convicted of a felony or being charged with a felony cannot receive pension funds. But that was since reversed. So she is, she doesn't say a word. His son, DJ, was not charged by uh, Fox Lake or the Army, stating they didn't have enough evidence. And she hasn't said a word. She initially, when this first happened, came out and said that she knew nothing about it. So they they don't know, really, if she knew about his suicide. Mm. They, they know that she knew about the laundering and the conspiracy and the embezzlement because obviously there was one day where she withdrew $7,000 from the Explorer account. Yeah. And the next day there was a $7,000 deposit into her personal account. So she knew that was happening, but some people speculate that she didn't know he was going to kill himself. I, I have a hard I don't, time believing yeah, that. I don't know if I buy that. But yeah. she, she publicly has not said a fucking word. Or Not she, a word. She never will. She never will. Of no. course not. So, that is the ridiculous story of Joe Glenowitz. So, her case is still... Her case is still pending. It keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed for one reason or another. 
Um, a big thing that they're fighting on is getting text messages thrown out. Her attorney wants them thrown out as marital privilege. And Fuck that. the prosecutors are like, well, he's fucking dead. There yeah. is no marital privilege. Yeah. Um, and Because he, he's dead. He has no rights anymore. Right. So because it, there's no, you don't have to worry about facing your accuser, so to speak. But there's. Th- that was, it, it kind of remind reminds me like some search warrants I had to do for victims. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of cracks me up because like the person's dead. It's a victim. Right. They have no rights essentially right. now. Now there, there is, there was talk about whether or not the uh, marital privilege was different because it was a suicide versus a different manner of death. Yeah. He knew he was facing legal charges and he was going to be indicted for this shit and that's why he killed himself. Right. So the prosecutor's like, fuck you and your marital privilege. Like, he fucking knew what was going on. Exactly. And if you didn't know about this, your hero of 26 years just left you in the fucking shitter all by yourself. She fucking knew. She had to have known. Come on now. I, I don't see. You know everything about me. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm going to make a life changing. Right. Decision yeah. like that. I would think you would have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, know. Hey, babe, I, I'm going down. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for but you. But he, I mean, he planned it well. He, he did. did. He did. He did. I mean, down to the way he kneeled to where he fell so he would get scratched up and you know and i wonder if he didn't call it in if it just looked like he was in a foot chase and never called anything in if that would have made a difference i think it would have made a huge difference because they were they would have no one nothing, to focus on nothing. and then they would be like the, we we have no offender so why, why would right. we he, start looking into his He background? was technically you know? in an area where um, he was patrolling. He was supposed to be yeah. patrolling. So now the day before on August 31st, um, the village uh, administrator was like, listen, I told you I wanted fucking records. I told you I wanted inventory. Yeah. I want it now. And he texted her back the next morning saying he would bring it to her that afternoon. And obviously he killed himself. Um, but she did say that she feels vindicated because, quote, you heard today about a side of Lieutenant Glenowitz that is in stark contrast to how he was previously portrayed in the media. Yeah. Well, I heard he was concerned that I was asking tough questions about the program. It only confirmed to me that asking the tough questions was the absolute right thing to do. The community is the real victim here. So let's bear that in mind going forward. Yeah. So good statement. Yeah. Good so, but I, I really think though, if he wouldn't have, I mean, he could have just been like, "I'm out checking," like, yeah. because of the com- the complaints were of vandalism, squatting, and drugs. Okay, right. well, they're not going to be sitting on the fucking gravel road waiting for you. Yeah. So you could have just been like, "Yeah, I'm out looking," and then, yep, they're going to check on you in ten minutes if you're not answering. Yep. So I think I think that would have made a huge difference if he didn't call yeah. it in. I I think it, thinking about it, I. I do believe it, it might have. Oh, I think so. Yeah. But who who knows? Because they were they were so focused on yeah. on two white yes. guys and one black guy. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And then when things weren't adding up with that. Yep. That's when everything. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's but just it's man. What a fucking. 
And it's awful because, like I said, at the time, two other officers in the United States mm-hmm. within a five-day time frame were yeah. shot and killed. And he was the third one nope. to be killed. And at the time, obviously, they didn't know. But when it came out that he had committed suicide, it was almost like it took away from the other two officers who it, yeah. were actually killed in the line of duty. Oh, it absolutely, because now, absolutely did, at least with the media around right, here. Right, right. Because, I mean, like I said, police were already, it was already an issue because Ferguson had just happened and yeah. people were very anti-police anyways. And now you get this shit that comes out. So, that, yeah. Like you, another you were, fucking you were proving a point that yep. you shouldn't be proving. Yep. So man, what a fucking sad story. Yeah. Really sad. So that's what I'm saying. I don't feel bad for the one kid cuz he fucking knew. He was yeah, part of it. Right. But the other 3. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't imagine what they're going through. Oh my god. So. To essentially lose everything. Both, both parents, yeah. you know, an older Your brother. brother. Oh, and and god. I mean, you didn't just lose him. It's he's a disgrace. Yep. He's an absolute disgrace. Yeah. Because all of the good stuff he did completely means overshadowed yeah. by this. It it's, means it's nothing. Nothing. Now. Yeah. So. Well, aren't aren't you a little glad that we did this? I am. I did find out a lot. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I found out stuff that you didn't know too. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. I like was. I like doing that. That is my goal: is to find shit that other people don't know about. Yeah. So. So thank you for well, doing this. Well, you're very one. welcome. Oh, babe, you're so sweet. But I need a vape now. I do. I do. Now I got to start working on the next one. Well, we got to end shortly because it's raining and Jax is scared upstairs. Of of rain? Yeah, that's what he just texted me. So, Uh, Which means he wants to lay on the fucking couch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, okay. So we are going to be... uh, putting out a patreon exclusive bonus episode yeah so um all two of you are getting the bonus episode and if anybody else wants it you gotta, gotta go to the patreon yeah. page it's, sign up for it we would appreciate it it's not just paying us money just to pay like you will get extra stuff You're gonna get so, shit yeah yeah so um check that check that out there's different tiers i'm going to rename them So it's uh, patreon.com forward slash death do us part one. Okay. And then at Twitter, we're at DDUP podcast. Instagram is DDUP underscore podcast. And we definitely need more followers on On Instagram. Yeah. Like huge, huge. We need followers. So if you are on Instagram, please come and follow us. Yep. Um, We are on all the platforms. We have a Gmail dduppodcast.1 at gmail.com. Our Facebook. Our Facebook, Death Do Us Part. Now that's blowing up. Yeah. We are, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Yeah. Our Facebook is, I think we're up to like 2,300 yeah, followers now. which is now, Well, I mean, for the short period of, of time, we're thank you guys. We're fucking obnoxious and people want to listen I to know, us. It's I crazy. Know. So thank you guys. Um, we are discussing one live video yes soon so give us ideas of what you want us to do live yeah so yeah i think i'm gonna call everybody caddies though but then the live videos are 
probably just going to be for Patreon. They are. So we'll do one live one for everybody, and then the rest of the live shows will be exclusive to a tier on the Patreon page. So we'll see what happens. Keep throwing us suggestions, though. Um, I think I know what I'm going to do for the Patreon bonus one. Um, Violet never, she didn't answer me. I don't know if she answered you. No. But Lola told me what she wanted to hear, and we we have the same opinion, so I'm more than happy to do this one. Oh, cool. Um, it's a, a very popular, well overplayed one. That's all right. Oh, so, but I she wants to hear it, and I her and I have get. the same opinion, which is very different from most people's opinions. So I think it'll be a good uh, one to I, do. I agree with you guys too. Um, yeah, and then I don't I don't know what I'm going to do next for everybody else. Hmm. I don't... Well, it'll be a few days. I really so. don't know. We'll think of something. Yeah. But um, thank you guys. Please continue to listen. Yes. Follow, subscribe. Please follow and please leave reviews, especially yeah. if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, the reviews make a difference. So Yes, huge um, difference. Yeah. So if you don't mind leaving a review, that would be awesome yeah oh you know what i did want to say so huge um the the molly miller and colt haynes case uh so talking with tony we were talking about the pings yeah and he said that the pings are oh yeah if you're on the phone it's within 15 yards but if you're on social media it's like pinpointed yeah so if you don't want to be found stay the fuck off of your social media Mm -hmm. so and it's great because mostly all criminals get on facebook uh, that's how they communicate (laughs) messenger on their stolen phone oh man i mean mostly all the murder mostly all the murders Mm -hmm. that i worked yeah i mean it it was social media oh yeah that they're communicating but I figured that was an interesting fact because it, it, the pings are, are odd. And I did know that. I just, uh, I forgot a lot of fucking shit. Tony said again, he's just going to call in. And I'm like, you just, just come just over. Come the fuck over. Right. Bring the dog. Right. It'll be fun. And then you two fucking turds can sit here and laugh the whole time while I try oh, and tell the will. story. We will. It's going to be obnoxious. And make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck my life. Be prepared. Because I don't get it enough. Right. You know. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're. Uh, so keep on listening. Yeah. Check out Sarah's page on Etsy. Yeah. For the pens because it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. They. She really does a great job. She does. So. Um, I do also. Somebody who can draw. Let me know. Benicio's kind of letting me down. So somebody who can draw, let me know. Um, And then hopefully by Friday, we'll be on YouTube also. Yeah. So, yeah. As soon as we get up on YouTube, we'll do a live show. Yeah. Mark's going to have to put a shirt on. I know. I mean, whatever. I don't care if he does. Probably no pants, but. Eh, Whatever. No pants party. Yeah. But I'll I'll have to put on a tank top or something. Nah, fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? Maybe we'll do the live show while you're getting your hair bleached. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this this episode. I thought it was pretty cool. Different. Yeah. A little different. Different, yeah. So um, 
we will be doing another one shortly yep. in a couple days. Because uh, I got to do two simultaneously. Yeah, so. yeah. So thank you guys again, and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.